Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Kim Wrinkle asks... She says, uh, any main differences in specific technique between acoustic and electric? My first electric arrives November 1st, and it's a Stratocaster. Congratulations, Kim, on your new guitar. Yeah, the, there are most certainly differences in techniques. I mean, uh, you can do a lot of the same things, but it all depends on how the guitar is set up. When people ask me if I play both acoustic and electric, of course I play both. But I am an electric guitar player by nature, Right where Michael Hedges is more of an acoustic guitar player or uh, Tommy Emmanuel is an, an acoustic guitar player by nature. Um, it's not that I don't love acoustic. I love acoustic, but I've just, look at me for God's sakes. I grew up with an electric guitar. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so electric is, is what I think about. So when I grab an acoustic, there are things that I'll, I mean, I'll relax on in terms of my playing, but oftentimes I like my acoustic to, to feel a lot like my electric because I still want to be able to play a lot of the things that I do on an acoustic, right? But an acoustic, you're not dealing with, the strings tend to be thicker, the scale tends to be shorter, right? You're not dealing with 24 frets, that sort of thing. Um, Obviously the tone is different. An acoustic guitar is way more dynamic, you know, in terms of volume and all those sorts of things. It's a beautiful instrument for that. Um, but you know, electric guitar, oftentimes we have distortion and things like that that can make a difference. So fundamentally they are the same thing, but realistically you approach them a little bit differently. And even if you try to approach them exactly the same, you're not going to be able to play exactly the same way on both instruments. Right. One of the questions we got is, is it, um, is this new essential techniques course that you've created, Steve, is it applicable to guitarists who only play acoustic uh, it seems that it's more electric, but could people that only play acoustic also benefit? Oh, for sure. Anybody would benefit from it. But there's no doubt that there's elements in there that are more geared toward electric players. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that everything in there is specifically... I mean, learning to pick, learning to strengthen your hands, learning to strum, learning to chord, learning to to do all of those things are a universal element. It's how you use them that that's different for each person, but... I mean, you have to learn those regardless of playing acoustic or electric. Right. Uh, here's a good one from... Um, oh, sorry, I lost it. Okay, from Eric Strat. Okay. He, he asks, after strumming for over two minutes, sometimes I feel the need to reposition my pick because it spins. Yes. Um, I do not have that problem anymore but there was a time in my playing that i very much had that problem and i know this is a terrible answer but it goes away over time okay the the better you get at gripping the pick the better you understand about gripping the pick and trying out different guitar picks and finding a pick that best suits your grip your hand size any issues that you've got things like that like i just did a a video not that long ago on a pick made by a company called Bog Street. And it, it has, it's a three-sided pick with a hole in the center. And their whole point to that was to make a pick that was just 
easier for people to grab on a natural uh, a natural level. And I, I liked the idea of what they were doing. I'm not using the pick. I have a pick that fits what I already do. But I, I like the fact that there's still companies out there that are trying to, to find a pick that works better for people that maybe have arthritis or have had an, an injury in their, you know, in their lifetime or something like that. And, and they're having a hard time holding that pick. If it's just that you haven't been doing that that long, again, two things. Number one, you've got to give it time. You've got to think about how you're grabbing that pick, I guess would be the second thing. And the third thing is you've got to try different picks. This is a weird thing too, because picks and strings and pickups and guitars and cables and amps, we can get obsessive compulsive about all these things. And the truth is it still has to come down to comfortability for us, right? You've probably Mm -hmm. seen that video where like Joe Satriani plays a $100 guitar at a Kmart or something like that. I forget what it is. And he still kind of sounds like Joe Satriani, right? We have to find what's most comfortable for us. So it isn't always just about, hey, you know, I play Ibanez and you should too. It's not really that as much as you got to find what works best for you. So I I think finding the right guitar pick for you makes a big difference. Some have holes in them. Some have raised lettering on them. Some have like this chalky substance on them. And they're all meant for exactly what you're talking about. It's just you got to try them and find what works. And if you decide a week later that you like something else, so what? So now you like something else. Yeah. Love it. Guys, you're about halfway through here. If anybody is just now joining us, uh, today we're doing a Q&A session about technique. So if you have questions about technique, whether it's rhythm, rhythm strumming, left hand, right hand synchronization, scratching, uh, swing rhythm versus uh, you know, a shuffle rhythm or a straight rhythm, anything to do with arpeggios, hammer-ons, pull-offs, bends, um, sweep picking, any of that kind of stuff that's specific to technique, Please let us know your questions and see if we'll try to answer them. Um, here's one. Does it take 10? Go ahead, Steve. Yeah. Does it take 10,000 hours to be a virtuoso? How will you know if you're a virtuoso? I don't even live in the world of calling people virtuosos. And all the musicians that I know, and I know a lot of them, nobody uses those words. Okay. Here's what I'll tell you about that 10,000 hours thing. You can practice 10,000 hours and still not be good. Can you say that again, please? You can practice 10,000 hours and still not be good at it. Okay. Yes. I get the point of that original statement. Okay. But the person that made that statement didn't say, do it while you're watching TV. Make sure you practice every day while you're watching TV and you're on Facebook or whatever. Right. The person that said that probably was talking about immersed, focused practice. Right. And it's a hypothetical number that we put out there um, for people to shoot for. And really, again, I'm using a more generic point to that. It depends on what it is you're trying to accomplish, right? So, you know, I don't, I, I try and even avoid terms like beginner, intermediate, advanced. Who the heck knows what an advanced player is versus an <laughs> intermediate player? I love beginner it. It makes more sense. Look, I've just been playing for a little while. I only know a couple of chords. That makes sense. But what is an intermediate player? So here's my point to all of you with this, okay? You need to make sure that if you're, if you're trying to achieve your goals, your practice is a focused practice. When you go to practice your guitar and improve on something, you're not just grabbing it and noodling, but you're really trying to improve on something, you should do that without distraction. Your phone should be off, the computer should be off, or the TV should be off, or whatever, and you just sit, there are times, in my life that I've been in a zone where I just start practicing something and I just 
all of a sudden it's an hour or two or three hours later and you're still just doing this thing. And like some people will go, well, oh my God, I you know, only practiced that for five minutes. That gets you closer to the 10,000 hours thing in, in, in the real world, right? Is really immersing yourself into whatever it is you're trying to do and develop that a bit more. So mm-hmm. I try to avoid 10, because then people go, oh, I practiced for 10,000 hours. I am great, right? Mm-hmm. I never say that about me, ever. Okay, my job is to continue doing this and continue learning and continue teaching and continue playing until I can't anymore. That's what it is. It has nothing to do with however, there are some things that I can do pretty well, I'm pretty sure. There are other things that I can't do very well. I'm just like you, right? It's just I've been playing for a long time and I've been speaking for a long time. So I've developed these other elements. But listen, there's a, I always tell people whenever I do like clinics and stuff like that, I say, how many of you, you know, are teachers or how many of you can fix a car? How many of you build houses? I have, I have no skills other than this. I couldn't change the oil on my car if I wanted to. I, I could. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> There's all kinds of skills. I got a, a, one of my best friends is, is a tradesman and he builds uh, decks and he builds garages and he builds all kinds of things like that. I can't do any of those things, right? Mm-hmm. So did he put in 10,000 hours to do that? I don't know, but he's really good at it. And I wish I could do those things, right? Right. So... Yeah, guys, that 10,000 hour rule, I hear it tossed around all the time. It came from Malcolm Gladwell's book. It's called Outliers. And if you're interested, there's actually a video of Malcolm Gladwell addressing it. It's called, uh, it's actually called Malcolm Gladwell Demystifies the 10,000 Hour Rule. And basically, he is asked in this conference or something he's doing about what the whole point of the 10,000 Hour Rule is. And, and I watched that video a while back because this question comes up all the time about 10,000 hours. It is not a magical number. And he actually talks about the fact that it's not a magical number. It's simply a general rule of thumb. And the point is this. The more you do something, the better you get at it. <laughs> and, the more you, and the more you do it with intent. Yeah. Because, because listen, I, I've, I've taught thousands of students in person, not just globally. That's tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people, right? But in my hometown, I have taught thousands of students and I have enjoyed every minute of it, okay? But it's not like every one of those um, were spent improving, like those students. Sometimes they're in there because their parents told them to, or they're in there just because they enjoy being in my company for whatever reason. We get along and it's it's an escape from their normal routine of their life and things like that. Just because they have the guitar and they're supposed to practice every day doesn't really mean that they're necessarily improving. You improve with will. You improve mm-hmm. with focus. You improve with derm- determination, and you certainly improve with time, right? Time yes. Time. So. Love it. Guys, we are about uh, 45 minutes in to this session right now. I just want to mention some resources for you in case you're joining us late. Uh, there seems to be people just keep piling in here, which is super, super cool. Thank you for being here, Stephen. I always appreciate it. Uh, if you missed any of these previous live sessions, don't worry. We have them all for you on the YouTube channel that you can go back and watch. Each one's about an hour long. There's one on feeling the rhythm. There's one on picking perfection. There's one on playing songs. There's one on creative soloing, which is the one we just did the other day. And then today is the last of these five live uh, workshops on essential techniques that we're doing for you. All of them will be available for you on the Guitar Zoom YouTube channel. Just go there and click on the playlist, and it's all there for you uh, in a nice 
tidy playlist. You can watch all five hours of it, six hours, I'm sure. Um, everything that we talked about in the workshops is is directly related to Steve's new course. It's called Essential Techniques by Steve Stein. It's available at guitarzoom.com. A whole lot of people have already signed up for it. Um, and if you'd like to do that, just go to guitarzoom.com, click on the banner that says Essential Techniques. It'll take you over to the page and then you'll get all the information about it and you can just sign up for the course. I do want to uh, address this question that keeps coming up about the fast action bonuses. Uh, this says first 50, first 100, first 150, whatever it is that uh, people who, who get the course uh, are going to get particular bonuses. I just actually uh, asked our one of our developers if they could change that. We're just going to make everybody who orders through October 26th is going to get those bonuses. Cool? This is We're just going to do that. And those bonuses are, uh, well... The Ultimate Rock Guitar, that's an entire course that you're going to get. So if you go to our website, go to Guitar Zoom, click on the shop, you can find these bonuses that sell every single day for $69, $99 or whatever. You're getting those for free when you get the Essential Techniques course. And one of them is, essential, one of them is Ultimate Rock Guitar. The other, is, the other is Chord Chasing Mastery, which is an awesome course about um, chasing chords and we did a, actually, we did a session when we touched on this uh, in one of the live workshops, but you get that course, it's called Chord Chasing Mastery, where you actually follow the chords as you play and you do your solos. And then the, you also get solos of the 70s, which is another course. And somebody asked about uh, practicing. One of the bonuses I just noticed is the Ultimate Daily Practice Guide. So it's actually, I think it's a, uh, la, 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 la. is it a PDF or is it a video? I'm not sure. Maybe we we'll get some information on that guys. That'd be awesome about what exactly it is. But anyway, you get all of that stuff. And we just decided that because we want to be cool, uh, everybody who gets essential techniques through October 26 is going to get all of those bonuses. So don't worry if it says first 50, first 100, whatever, you're going to get it. Okay. You're going to get it. All right. Let's take some more uh, questions, Steve. You got one or you want me to feed you one, buddy? Uh, no, go ahead and give me one. Joe says, hi, Steve. Any insights or exercises to work on muting and developing clean playing? Well, there's two things I can tell you. And again, it all depends on what context you're talking about. If you're strumming or something like that, it's a little bit different. But when you go to play, let's say I was going to... Hey, you might want to minimize me, buddy. Oh, sure. Um, let's say you were going to, you were doing a melody or you were going to do some soloing or something. When you start playing on stage and you play really loud, what you start realizing is unless you control all your strings all the time, you wind up with a whole lot of unwanted noise. Not that you don't notice that at lower volumes, but you really notice it when you get louder. So the one thing I always tell people is make sure when you're playing, the rock star element of playing is what people hear. The real element is pl of playing is all the stuff you're controlling behind the scenes. So for instance, when I play, if I go to play this, I'm just going to the 10th fret of the second string. If I play that note, all the other strings are deadened at that point. So you'll notice this hand is touching. It's touching all the strings above the second fret, except the third string. The third string is actually being touched by the tips, one or more of my fingers from my left hand. So they touch the third string right above. And why do I do that? So I've got a little leeway when I go to pick. So every time I shift, 
the tips of my fingers, again, one or more, are going to touch the string right above. And then everything else above that is being deadened by this hand. As I get into the thicker strings, everything is being deadened by my index finger, and again, maybe some other fingers, but those fingers are deadening the rest of those strings. So as I move, you see how somebody's always controlling all the strings? So you only hear the string that I want you to hear. Now, if I want more than one string, then of course those get, get adjusted a little bit, but I'm still touching all the strings on the outside. So that's how you learn how to control those strings. If you were strumming, let's say I was doing a power chord. Again, I'm deadening out the strings I don't want. So even though I want these three strings, these are deadened. So if I do accidentally strum them, you're not gonna hear them anyway. If I was playing a fifth string power chord, the sixth string is deadened by my index finger. So I don't have to sit and be careful about like hitting, you know, the right string or something like that. I just play. And I kill those strings with my fingers. Amazing. Sorry, Steve, I got distracted. We just had an unbelievable comment. Okay. I'm not really sure how to share this. <clears throat> uh, this is good though. And, and, and the reason I'm bringing this up, Who's Steve, Darren Seacrest. Yeah, I can only show a little bit of that, but. Darren Seacrest. Um, and this, by the way, is, I happen to know Steve personally, guys, and you would not believe, well, of course you would believe. This guy is an unbelievable person, just a human being, and not, not only just a great teacher and all of that and can help you, but also a great human being. And I was with Steve in Nashville, Tennessee. We did a live event for our International Guitar Players Association a few years ago, and I was with there, and there was a gentleman who came up and, and, came up and shared a very personal story about how basically uh, he had a drinking problem, uh, and uh, he... I was going through a lot of really bad things in his life and he eventually he stumbled on one of Steve's videos on YouTube eventually uh, really got into the guitar again and because of guitar playing turned his life around and actually I can't remember if he completely stopped drinking or, or he, he got himself he got his act together the point is I realized right then when, when Steve and I were standing there that this stuff actually changes people's lives and this is actually another awesome comment uh, that I just want to share with everybody in case, because I know the world's kind of crazy right now. And I just want to share this because sometimes you need to hear this stuff. This Darren Seacrest, and he posted this publicly, so I don't have any problem reading it. He says, I can't thank you enough. Two years ago, I lost my leg and became blind. After working 30 plus years, I found being unable to work was even more depressing than my physical uh, injuries. I decided to try and teach myself to play guitar and stay occupied. My goals were just to learn a few slow three-chord songs to strum along to. I didn't think I was capable of more. I have a small amount of vision in my right eye, so I started looking online for resources after watching your videos for the last few months. I changed my goals to learning music theory and truly learning to play. Can't thank you enough. This might have saved my life. So I think that's just a testimony to the fact Steve, you're helping out so many people and we don't get to hear those stories a lot. And obviously not everybody's situation is that dire. 
But um, I want to thank you just for the privilege of getting to work with you for so many years. And uh, it makes me feel great. And I know it makes you feel great. And um, hopefully we can continue to help people for a very long time. So thank you, sir. Well, you're welcome. And I mean, you know, it's important to everybody to remember that we, we make free content for people that want free content and we make paid content for people that want paid content. But either way you look at it, the most important thing is, is that people are enjoying themselves. Like what I have found in, in this music industry is that it's, it's not that there aren't people out there that want to take this uber serious and want to get really good because there's a ton of you, right? But you have to enjoy the journey to some degree. If it's nothing but, you know, a weight around your neck, what's the point? You know, we are, none of us are getting any younger. And mm. the whole point of all of this is, is that you need, like I said before, you need to find small ways of motivating yourself and enjoying the journey. Otherwise, you know, and I wasn't that way. When I was a kid, I, I was very, very hard on myself and, and always frustrated and very angry because I couldn't do the things I wanted to do on the guitar. And I think that's kind of why one of the reasons, not why, but certainly one of the reasons um, that I started teaching was trying to get people to understand there's a better way. I mean, there's, there's way better ways than that. Um, you've got to give yourself a, a little bit of a break and, and again, try and enjoy the journey a little bit. So I would like to ask everybody who's watching right now, um, Let's change it up just a minute. We talk about techniques and we talk about these specific things, which is awesome. And that's what the course is for, really, guys. Uh, and that's what all these previous things are for on YouTube, all these workshops that we've done. Um, what I'm really interested in is how has playing the guitar affected your life? Just let's, let's take this. Let's take like Darren's, Darren's awesome comment here. And thank you for yeah, the courage you. to share that with us. That was awesome. How has guitar playing changed your life? And let's read some of those comments. I think that would be super interesting just for everybody because that's really, if you think about it, when we play guitar, like what are we trying to do? We're trying to be a better version of ourselves maybe. We're trying to <clears throat> develop a new habit. Maybe you need to whatever. Uh, do some bad habit less and so you pick up guitar. Or maybe you need an outlet, or maybe you just are super creative. Like, tell, tell us, Stephen, I would love to know, how has guitar playing changed your life? Um, Danny Tucker says, drastically for the better. And give us some examples. Like, I'm throwing some on the screen for you. Oh, cool. I'll let you read those in. Well, I'm just going to hammer through some of these, so... So Drastically, for, Pat Perry says, I decided to pick it up after getting sober nine months ago. Something to dive into. Awesome, Pat. Help me cope with the stress in my life. Awesome. Diamond's fun. It affects my music taste. Like I hate pop songs and every song that I don't have has a guitar solo. <laughs> Old school right there, man. Eugene Bartas. Change your life. It's always there more. Uh, than you ever know and brings joy to me <clears throat> if i'm sad it makes me happy to be able to and then it's cut off this is so cool man i wish we'd have done more of this kind of thing um <laughs> i got a good one coming up here all right go ahead russell says well i have less money which is very true <laughs> wow uh one person says i lost my wife to a heart attack 10 years ago 
guitar literally kept me sane and my heart from breaking or something. I'm sorry. It just, it, they just, they're flying in so fast. It's hard for me to read them all. I've connected with my son on many new levels, teaching him how to play. Yeah. You know, I, I've done some really awesome things in terms of my guitar playing and, and, uh, the industry. But one of my favorite things is doing shows with my daughter. She and I, she'll sing and I play guitar and they're for little audiences and it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm retired and keeps my brain sharp. There's actually some, uh, there's actually some scientific studies on that. If you guys want to Google them up, actually music is, is very good for your brain. Gives you more friends and also, uh, better youth life, man. I think guitar player, I think especially the youth. So young folks out there listening, <laughs> man, I about putting the phone down and, uh, and picking up your guitar more. I think you might be a happier person. I've, I've read some studies about young folks spending so much damn time on these phones that they're just like sucking their soul away. And I know you and I, Steve, we grew up in the pre internet era and I know I spent four or five hours a day playing guitar for many years of my life and don't regret it a bit. Yeah, no, I, I certainly don't either. But, you know, for, for me, for instance, the difference was is I played so much that I didn't do a lot of other things. Like I played, you know, I had friends and things like that, but I just, I played, especially when I got to college, I played all the time. And, um, but, you know, I mean, that's the thing is, is it, it certainly kept me out of trouble, you know? I mean, it kept me moving in the, in the right direction. So I'm very thankful for all that. Yeah. Um, David, things up here. So. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize you were doing that. I was just reading on the other the side. Time. I just for people to read, just different things. Midlife so. crisis helps me relax. Um, so the question, guys, is how has guitar changed your life? What does guitar playing mean to you? And why is it important? Like, why are you even here hanging out? Like, you could be doing anything right now, right? You could be watching netflix you could be at work you could be doing like you could be doing a lot of things but you're here hanging out and i'm just curious how has guitar playing changed your life and why do you play why is it important to you because the better you are the more fun it is to play really and so th that for me is a big inspiration to learn something new well let um, me tell you this i'm, I'm going to speak on that because the more you develop confidence in yourself and I can speak on this on multiple levels of your life, but let's just talk about guitar playing, okay? The less you compare yourself to everybody else and the more you find where your worthiness lies in, in this instrument, the faster you're gonna realize that you can gain confidence and comfortability in what it is that you're doing. We constantly play the compare game and it's an impossible game to win. Like you, you can never win in the compare game. Every time you go on social media, you watch some video and go, I wish I could do that, or I can't do that, or I suck because I've watched this thing. You're never going to win. And so the, as soon as you stop playing that comparison game, and you start realizing what you can do and how you can enhance the things that you are doing to, to maybe elevate to another level in, in your playing, and you develop that comfort and that confidence, that's what gets you playing with bands. That's what gets you playing on stage. That's what gets you playing with other humans in whatever capacity is not always being scared because you're not good enough. And I was mm. telling a story last summer, my daughter and I, or my daughter, my wife and I went to this outdoor thing where they were selling clothes and they had food and whatever. This was actually would have been the summer before this was pre COVID world. Right. 
Um, this would have been 2019. And there was, <laughs> there, were, there were bands that would play, and by bands, I mean maybe it's a singer and a guitar player or something like that, right? Sure. And they would play every 45 minutes outside, and then a new band would come up and a new band would come up. And what I noticed about all of them is, first of all, they were all vastly different from each other. And second of all, I wouldn't say that every one of those groups were 10 on a 10 scale of the most incredible thing you've ever seen in your life. And I'm not saying that from a negative standpoint. What I'm saying is these people were doing their thing together, enjoying what they're doing, being outside, making music. People are watching, people are dancing, they're making money. They've accepted who they are and they're playing just as I've accepted who I am and Dan has and whatever, right? And they're making music and people are enjoying it. Mm. The musician is the one that goes, oh, well, you could have played a dominant seven flat nine chord. <laughs> right? It's all that stuff. They don't care about that. And maybe they do. But at that moment in time, they're just making music and people are enjoying it. Yeah. So there's room for everybody when it comes to this guitar playing thing, this music thing, this songwriting thing, all of these different things. You just you got to change your, your attitude because life is just way too short. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. I wanted to read this comment, Steve. Do you see the one that's from Wheels, W-E-E-L-Z-F-T? Wheels? No, I I have so many comments. Yeah, I do too. Anyway, this is one that Michael actually helped me. We have... um, awesome support here at guitars. I mean, one of the guys helping me is uh, Michael. He put this in the comments um, in our, in our thing here so I can see it. So anyway, he says, well, I started playing guitar when I was 16. I stepped away from it at 25, which is a very common thing, right? Life gets in the way when you're 16, you don't have nearly as much responsibility as you do when you're 25. So he says, I started playing when I was 16. I stepped away when I was 25 and I'm now almost 42. Recently, I was in a car accident that caused me to break five bones in my leg. I almost died. Guitar saved me. Yeah, and that's the thing is, is then the next question shouldn't be, well, do you know your arpeggios? Right. Do you know your modes, right? Because it's irrelevant. That's the whole thing that I, I need you to understand. And it is, you know, I had someone comment, it's easy for me to say because I've been playing a long time and that sort of thing, and it is because I'm acting like one of those adults right now that talks to my children, right? Mm. But you try and get people to understand that it, really there's, there's, you can enjoy the journey. It doesn't mean it's always easy. And it doesn't mean that you're going to get what you want out of it. You know, that's the weird thing. Like with, with my students, when I used to teach one-on-one students, the hardest thing was trying to get them to convert from, and I'm talking about younger students now, but getting them to convert from playing to playing with other people. Like, how do you find someone to jam with, right? How do you find somebody in your community to get together with? Does it have to be an immediate friend? And if you don't have any friends that play, well, what do you do, right? That's kind of a kind of a, a, a scary moment. I remember when I first started going to college, when I was in high school, I thought I was a rock star. I was, you know, 
everybody thought I was really good at guitar playing all this stuff. And then I went to college and realized how much I sucked. <laughs> so many other great guitar players. I was, I knew nothing. I was in, on such a low level when it came to all these other players. And, but it did wake me up and go, oh, okay, okay, okay. There's way more to this game than I thought there was. And I've spent my whole life trying to have my eyes open to a new game all the time. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't end. Like you don't just stop. You just keep trying to find another situation to put yourself in where it's uncomfortable because you're you're not the big fish in the in the little pond, right? You right. keep putting yourself. That's what I've always done with my life is keep trying to do something different. So I have more to learn. I just keep having more to learn, and I think that's one of the things that keeps my mind young is I I never stop learning. I love it. Here's one. Um... David Donosky says, playing is my life. It makes me happier, focused on on fitness, always learning, makes me a better all-around person. Andres Lopez says, Corona sanity. Your courses have kept me in a positive place during Corona after losing my job. Well, I'm sorry to hear about that, Andres. I'm glad that you're jumping in there and diving into the courses and keeping yourself sane. Um. Matt Owen says, it, it's finally let me start creating my own music, thanks to you guys, literally. And it's <clears throat> let me make videos of my own soundtracks. So somebody's there making their own music, which is super cool. Um, another person says, it taught me patience in other areas of my life. Boy, isn't that true? That is true. <laughs> it does teach you patience. Um. One person says, I started, oh, this is Kim. She says, I started uh, as a retiree at age 59, a big life changer. That's another thing, guys. It doesn't matter if you're young, old, or somewhere in between. You can always start somewhere. And uh, one of the comments says, my biggest struggle is I suck. How do I not suck? I think the first, uh, see if you agree with this, Steve. The first step in not sucking is deciding not to suck. And and not putting yourself against that's right, and not putting yourself against a bar that's so high. Right. Here's what I found is that especially it seems like it happens with my hard rock metal students. It always happened with them, is that they set the bar so high because the style of music is so intense sometimes up here. And um and you're right. I mean, the thing is is you gotta start small. You gotta start developing things that make logical sense and then build into other things. And I was gonna say, you just said about being young, old, or somewhere in between. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm young, old, and somewhere in between. So there you go. Yeah. This is so cool, guys. If you're just now joining us, we've we've been on here for about an hour and apparently people are still hanging on. <laughs> people are still hanging on with us. There's a whole lot of people still on this live call. We're streaming live right now to YouTube and to Facebook. And um, all. I just want to mention that all the resources we have for you before we wrap up here, guys. One, all of the play, all of the, um, cr- I'm sorry, all of the essential technique um, workshops that we've done for you are available on the YouTube channel. Okay. So if you missed any of the previous four sessions, this is actually the fifth session. If you missed any of the previous four, they're available on the guitar zoom YouTube channel. Just go to the playlists and tap on essential techniques, live guitar workshop. Uh, the first one was on rhythm. The second one was on picking. The third one was on playing songs. And the fourth one was on creative soloing. 
everything that we're talking about today, guys, in regards to technique is um, expanded on and taught in depth in Steve's new course. It's called Essential Techniques by Steve Stein. It's available at guitarzoom.com. It's at an introductory price right now through October 26th, and then the price goes up. There are also some uh, great bonuses that are actual courses that you get with it. And I've decided on this live call that everybody who orders through October 26th is going to get all the bonuses because they were originally for the first 50, first 100, first 150. So if you've already ordered this, you're going to get it. You're going to get all these bonuses. And if you decide to um, order through October 26th, you're also going to get um, the fast action bonuses. So don't worry about this as first 50, first 100, whatever. Uh, the bonuses are ultimate rock guitar, which is an entire course by Steve chord chasing mastery, which is an entire course and solos of the seventies, as well as the ultimate practice guide, uh, a whole, um, a whole bunch of jam tracks. We have, we call it the ultimate jam track guitar pack. You get all the tab progress tracker and you get our private access to our private guitar zoom, Facebook group. Which, Steve, I know that you're in there a lot more than I do. Can you just talk a little bit about the support that people get after they become a Guitar Zoom member inside the Facebook group? Tell them like, what the flavor of that, that group is and, and kind of what goes on over there. You're talking about the community? Yeah. Well, the community is like many other communities, except that what we really focus on in there is uh, positivity. I mean, trying to help each other out, answering questions. And, and you know, I mean, social media now, you've got trolls all over the, the place and what we do is we really monitor that to make sure that if anybody winds up having uh feels like bringing the world down we just boot them out of there so yeah uh, it isn't about how many people we have in there i could care less how many people are in there it's about having a group of people in there that actually want to be in there and help each other out and support each other and um that's what it is so right. you know, if you wind up becoming a, a member of that group that's that's awesome and you contribute or watch or encourage or post or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's the most important thing. It's hard nowadays to monitor groups. It's just, it's just getting worse and worse as social media goes with negativity and you know, all that kind of stuff. And that's our most important thing is trying to have a place where people can go and just talk about guitar. And we try and keep it guitar focused, you know, keep it, keep it about guitar. Even like what Dan just asked you, um, in terms of the reason that you're playing, right? It isn't necessarily just guitar focused, but it is something positive that people enjoy talking about. Um, and I think there's a good relationship with most people. I'm sure some people will tell you, Kevin Dodds, I can see just said best community ever. Mm, um, that's awesome. Thank you, Kevin. The house is awesome. Facebook group is awesome. You know, we, we really, and, and everybody tries to do help out. I mean, as a whole group, you know, not just me, uh, you know, monitoring or whatever, because I've got a million things going on in my life. I can't always be in there. But the group itself does a really good job of helping each other out. And if if something troll based does wind up getting post, they just scroll on by and just it isn't worth their time. And we'll get it out of there as soon as we can and take care of it. But they're just, you know, that's the thing is, is remembering the way we used to be, where if you know, if somebody's being negative, just walk, walk the other direction, forget about it. And then mm. let us take care of it. Let us move them out of there. And move on you know yeah that's one thing guys that community um that we have for you when you become a guitar zoom member and and anything if you purchase anything from guitar zoom whether it's a vip membership whether you join playsongs.com whether you um uh are a master class member 
anything that you purchase from RetardZoom, you become a member. And you get access to this private Facebook group that we're talking about, which is a super supportive community. Um, and that's another thing is that it's not a free community. <laughs> the only people that are in that group are serious about guitar and uh, they've invested in their education and they're there to, to help you. And yeah, they do help each other. Piggyback off of that because it used to be open to anybody, but then you get all these people that are in there for the wrong reason. Yeah. So we wound up capping it off and it has to be somebody that's actually purchased something from guitar zoom and not for any other reason, then there has to be a reason for people to be in there other than to, to cause trouble. Mm. So if it's a guitar, somebody who bought something for guitar zoom, it still wants to cause trouble then they're going to get booted out of there anyway. But, and that but, happens. <laughs> and it does, it does. But most of the time it, it just helped so much when we stopped having it be just publicly open because, you know, people just go from group to group and just try and cause issues and that isn't what, I mean, where can you go anymore where you can just enjoy the company of other people and not get in an argument about stuff constantly? Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm in the community. Agreed. Thank you so much, Steve. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. We really do appreciate you being here. I do want to read one more comment, though. Guys, we did ask everybody if, you know, how has guitar playing changed your life? We're really interested in that. Here's one of the comments from Al Toulon. He says, I lost a good friend about a year ago that I used to jam with. I fell into a rut because of his passing, and I know that my friend would not have wanted me to, to give up. So every time I pick up my guitar, I play with him in heaven. What a beautiful comment that is. And guys, I think that's the, that's the thing. It's like there's bigger reasons than, that we play guitar than just to show off or to impress people. It's, it's really a personal thing, which is so cool to get to uh, read your comments about because every single one of us has a story and Stephen and I are interested in your story and helping you do whatever you want to do. If you want to play like Steve Vai, great. We have resources for that. If you want to just play in a coffee house, cool. If you want to learn three chord so uh, songs, we have that. It's called playsongs.com, which we've done a pretty bad job at promoting to tell you the truth. <laughs> but we, have, we have an entire membership guys. It's, you just go to playsongs.com. It'll flip you over to the right page. And it's all about learning how to play songs. Steve has hundreds of songs in there that we've licensed from these different bands and artists if you just want to learn how to play songs. Um, so today, guys, uh, the just to wrap it up, Essential Techniques by Steve Stein is Steve's new course. It's six and a half hours long. You're going to learn a lot of fundamental techniques that you need to know as a guitar player, regardless of your style, regardless of your skill set, regardless if you play acoustic or electric. There's something in there for everybody. It is currently on sale at the introductory price. The price will go up. You're going to get all the bonuses. Every single thing that you uh, see on the webpage, you're going to get, including the fast action bonuses when you order through October 26th. And um, we will uh, make sure that that happens. Even if you've already ordered that, we'll make sure that you get access to those additional bonuses. Just go to guitarzoom.com and click on the big banner that says Essential Techniques. All right, Steve, we've been on here about an hour and a half or hour and 15 minutes. This has been an awesome session. I want to do more of this. Uh... Oh, I have one quick question. I got to get going here soon, but I got one quick question here. Somebody said, what chair am I using? It's called AK Racing. And here's why. I, uh, I was diagnosed with osteoarthritis just recently, and I sat in this little chair and made thousands of videos. And I always hurt so bad when I got up, right? So I find out I got osteoarthritis. 
And the, the problem here is, is that most often I'm only five foot two and finding a comfortable chair that you can sit in for hours a day is hard to find. Well, this company finally came out with a chair for short people. No way. It is, yes. That's what this chair is. It's it's for people like under five foot four or something like that. So I wound up getting this chair because I, I literally sit here four or five hours a day, you know, making video and doing all the stuff that I do. So that's what it is. And it's helped a lot with my back and my osteoarthritis and all that sort of thing. So that's what that's what the chair Super is. Super cool. And you got a new guitar. Is that the new one? No, this one's from this one's from last year. Oh, okay. From last year. Awesome. Cool, cool, cool. All right, guys. Um, I think that's probably. Oh my gosh! I see we have tons more comments. So I just want to. I just want. I I got to read this. Um. <laughs> oh, here they come! Wow, you are really small. Five feet, <laughs> like six feet. My my dad was was much taller than I am, but yes, I'm. Yeah. I'm a small human. Yeah. Uh, Democrat or Republicans. That's funny. Somebody's bringing up politics. Wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. We have a policy. Absolutely. We are, we are here. We, we don't talk about coronavirus. We don't talk about politics. We just talk about guitar playing. And that's what we try to keep our community centered on because yeah, that's what we do. That's, that's, what we're, that's our expertise. We're not politicians. We're not commentators. We're just guitar players and musicians. And we're trying to have Help people have more fun. <laughs> that's our mission. I, I try, that's exactly it. I try and have the same conversations online that I do offline. Oh, yeah. I try and be exactly the same person online that I is as I am when I'm not online. Yeah. And anybody that's met me before would tell you exactly the same thing. And yeah. I don't talk about, I could care less about politics and all those other things. I try and move to the positive side of things. Again, life is way too short. It really is. All right, guys, thank you for hanging with us for an hour and 15 minutes. We really appreciate you. If you got something out of this, please let us know in the comments. That would be so awesome. <laughs> Shredding has no height requirement. <laughs> I like that too. Absolutely true. <laughs> and uh, and look, if you decide to join uh, Guitar Zoom, guys, uh, the Essential Techniques course by Steve Steins, available at guitarzoom.com. Before we go, I do want to ask one question to, to the people who are left here, uh, who, are, who are hanging on. We have been toying around this idea of having kind of like a, a membership that gives you access to multiple courses at once, kind of like Netflix for guitar, guitar courses. I would just be curious, uh, the people who are hanging on here with us, how many of you would be interested in that type of membership from GuitarZoom? So instead of buying like one course and then another course and another course, you just pay like a membership fee and you get access to a whole bunch of different stuff. If that's something you'd be interested in, please let us know in the comments. Uh, it's a it's something that we've been talking about and how to implement it. I'm not exactly sure, but a lot of people have asked us for it. I'm just curious if you guys would be interested in that um, and how how what what the interest is. Looks like a whole lot of people are already saying they'd be interested in that. Yeah, because we, but what's happened is we, we used to have like three or four or five courses and now we have like, oh gosh, Steve, how many, by the way, I don't like being the big guy over here. <laughs> well, let, me, let me answer this too quick. Uh, isn't <laughs> that kind of like VIP? VIP is a different philosophy. VIP isn't about big courses. VIP, the point of the VIP club is to have small bits of information to absorb. 
So let's say you're busy and you just need a new lick or you just need a new thought, like we've been talking about, um, to change the, the way you're thinking about something. I love little bits of information. Like I've been playing a long time, so I've studied, I went to college, all those things. What I enjoy at, at my stage of guitar playing is little bits of information. So I just grab little things here and there. That's mm -hmm. what VIP is really about is small bits of information where if you don't understand theory, small bits of information might not really do very well. You might need a course that explains to you, hey, let's start at the beginning of music theory and let's plan this out. Or you've never soloed before. You don't understand scales. Let's figure this out. VIP mm -hmm. isn't that. It's okay. So you know your scale. Let's do something cool with Dorian, right? That sort of thing. Right. Yeah, a lot of people are saying uh, that they, they would love to do that. Um, so cool. Yeah, something that we've been toying around with. So I'm really, I'm really glad to see the positive feedback on that idea. Uh, that's going to be rolling out probably in 2021 if we can figure it out. But VIP, yeah, that's available right now. We actually have uh, Play Songs as a membership. So you can check that out, playsongs.com. Uh, it's all about playing songs, if you can imagine. And uh, then VIP is right there on the homepage. That's an annual membership <clears throat> and uh, you get access to like hundreds of Steve's courses that are not available on YouTube or anything else. And then uh, we have masterclass and that's for serious folks who want to go super deep into theory. Um, there's a blues soloing course. There's some, there's soloing, uh, 80 soloing, 70 soloing, 60 soloing. There's, Oh, there's a home recording class in that masterclass. If anybody's interested in that in the masterclass membership. So lots of different resources for you guys. You can find us on YouTube, three different channels, uh, the guitar zoom channel, Steve Stein channel, the guitar zoom songs channel. And then on Facebook, I was going to mention really quick too. If you are a VIP or masterclass member, remember Monday night is our monthly live session. And our sessions now for a while are going to focus on home recording. So just remember that we talked cool. about that last, the last live session, this one starting this Monday, um, which is the last Monday of the month, I believe, uh, we're going to start talking about home recording. So mark that on your calendar if you are already a VIP or masterclass member. So, Russell Roy says, just bought the blues course. Awesome, Roy. Thank you for that. Guys, thank you so much for your support. Really appreciate it. If you're interested in Essential Techniques, it's available right now at the introductory price. Essential Techniques available at guitarzoom.com is Steve's newest course, six and a half hours long. Everything you need to know about technique to take your guitar playing really to any level that you want is the foundation of all the other stuff that you, any style that you want to play. It's available right now and with some cool bonuses. And um, what else to add, Steve? I'm good. All right, guys. Thanks again. Again, all of these things are available. All these workshops, when they're not live, are going to be put on the on the uh, Guitar Zoom YouTube channel for you guys. You can go back and watch those. And we will see you in the next live session that we do on whatever it's going to be. Hasn't been planned yet, but we'll let you know. Yeah, for these? No, no. We're oh. no, no. Whatever the next live session we do for whatever new oh, thing oh, we do. I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, there's always something coming up for sure. Yeah. Some, but this is the last one of essential techniques. All right, guys. Thanks again. Talk to you soon, Steve. Always a pleasure, man. It's you're an awesome guy. It's a Thank blessing you, and a privilege Thank to be here with you. That. It's awesome to be here. So everybody take care. Have a wonderful rest of your week. If you live in the Midwest, sorry for the snow. And uh, there you go. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate you so much for being here. And thank you for all your awesome comments and feedback today. Steve and I really, really enjoyed this session. We hope to do it again soon.
Take care, guys. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. And how are you, sir? I'm good. Cold. Yes, that's what I'm hearing in North Dakota. It's a yeah. little bit chilly. Yes, that's right. Prince <laughs> uh, always used to say that because he lived in Minneapolis, right? And he always used to say, people would go, why do you live in Minneapolis? And his answer was to keep the bad people out. <laughs> that's hilarious. And, it, and, you know, when it gets to be 30 below zero, you don't have a lot of, a lot of crime happening on the streets. That's what I hear. Coldness <laughs> makes criminals go away. Criminals like warmth. They do. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yep. Well, I don't know how many people we're going to have show up today, but uh, we're doing a surprise session for you guys. So as we let people filter in here, Steve, how about maybe you could entertain us with some guitar playing. <laughs> I'm going to make a quick cup of coffee. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Hello, Mike. Hello, Stanlin and Paul. Shirog, Leah. Hey, everybody. Trying to get my hands warmed up. It is, it's, well, it's not terrible here, but it's, I think I think we've, we're right around thirty degrees here, so it's just trying to get things adjusted. We had warmth, and now in North Dakota here we don't, so we're back to being a little cold. Hey, Osman. Hey, Danny. Hey, Mark. Hey, Sam. Hi from Germany. That's awesome. Mayo mayonnaise. George, Rick. <laughs> How you doing? Paul, Robert, Kevin, dark guy from India. Aaron, Robert, Richard. Haynes from the UK. Hey, bud. Jack is here from Philadelphia. Yeah, we thought it'd be fun to go live again. We were done, and then I think Dan missed me a lot, even though he won't admit it. And uh, so we decided to go live again. So today we're going to be talking about all kinds of fun stuff. So there he is. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the chuckle was for your name. <laughs> Philip is there. Fred, Freddie is there. Angelo, Jay, Harry. We got all kinds of people here. This is great. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.